0: Welcome to episode 227 of the Conversation Leadership Podcast. This is kind of a different podcast where I open up my journal to you and I'm just kind of read through some thoughts that I wrote down yesterday. So I think there's a quote in there. There's some thoughts in there. I kind of wrap it up with what I think it means, but I think this is more of an interpretation kind of podcast where you get to determine what this podcast means to you. But I just have some fun kind of sharing a few thoughts in there. And as always, I hope these thoughts add value to you and to your leadership. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in a few seconds. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is going to feel a little bit like a ramble, uh, but I'm going to try to make sure we bring it back to leadership because that's what this whole podcast is about. It's, it's about leadership. It's about you. It's about me. <clears throat> but uh, so I, I try to journal as much as possible. And if I get three or four days away from journaling, I can tell because my mind gets discombobulated. I found for me that journaling is one of the most important tools in learning how to think better. And so I think it was yesterday, actually, I had a really good, uh, really good podcast session and I just, I just dove in and I have this, I have this mentality when I'm writing that everything is connected. Everything kind of runs together. And so if there are six different things going on in my life Somehow all of those things are connected and it's my job to figure out what that connection is. And so uh, I'm just going to kind of walk through this. I've, I've never really grabbed snapshots from my journal and have talked about them on the podcast. So this is going to be new for me. Um, but hey, let's just see where it takes us today. It started off when. Just yesterday, there's a there's a pastor out here in Southern California that I look up to, and he, he's just in my mind. He's one of the greatest men who's ever lived. His name is David Jeremiah. He's the senior pastor of a church out here called Shadow Mountain Community Church, and uh, I just have so much respect for him. He's led this church now for 42 years. I think he's going to try to make it to 50. That's my that's my that's my opinion but i think he's 82 he'll be 83 years old this year so he's led the church almost now 42 43 years anyway he last uh labor day of 2023 uh he woke up and, and he couldn't he couldn't walk w- w- one of his legs was paralyzed long story short he spent several weeks in the hospital he spent several more weeks at home recovering made it back to church around Thanksgiving time of last year, but he he has to use kind of a walker to get from the the edge of the platform all the way over to the stage because it's just it's hard for him to walk, and um, but yesterday he set the walker aside and he moved towards the podium um, with purpose and uh, he walked straight there and so I, I think it was intentional he did it because he wanted. I think he wanted his his congregation to say, "Hey, I'm getting better. I'm working at this." He's just so driven, but it was very cool. And and this is what he does. And I think that this is one of the greatest lessons I've learned from this man outside of every other you know le- you know lesson, especially on consistency. That there's just no one more consistent than this man is. And I think that's a that has a lot to do with the success that he's had in life but he sits down and he makes a couple statements and then he gets right back to work he gets right back to doing what he does which obviously is preaching and leading his church so that was incredibly amazing to me yesterday and as i'm trying to in my own life if i'm being transparent with you as i'm trying to to make some of my you know i'm trying to make some of my own moves i'm trying to make some decisions about the future and 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 kind of what it could look like and what direction i'm going to keep going in uh, you know, where I want to end up at, and I was looking at him and then I sit on a board of directors out here in San Diego and there's, uh, uh the CEO of that, uh, of the organization Her name is Kathy Limbo. She was featured on an episode of 60 minutes. And so they, they sent that video over. And so I got to watch that. And it's about the migrant center that is here in San Diego and South Bay community services kind of runs that. And so she was on 60 minutes kind of talking about the immigration issue that's happening in the United States today. It's it's a pretty big issue. And I'm not here to talk about any of that. I'm not here to talk about the immigration issues all, but I'm looking at these two leaders that I've been connected to. I used to work for the pastor for about 4 or 5 years and then I get to sit on this board with this and 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 they're both incredible leaders, but the thing they both have in common, both of them do. Uh they have been with one organization for a very long time, both for 40 years. I I think when Kathy took over, it was like 1980 uh, as the CEO. So that's like 40 something years that she's been, maybe 1980. I don't know, but she's been there 40 years. And then uh, David Jeremiah, I just mentioned to you, he's been at that church for 40 years. And so it was just a good reminder to me, I think, again, as I'm looking at some of the the directions my life is going to take and trying to make positive decisions where I'm going, I wrote this thing down and I was talking about where success is found. And then I wrote four things down about what brings success to a person. And number one is this finding the thing. So whatever that thing is, it's finding the thing. It could be a purpose. It could be an organization. It could be a business. It could be a nonprofit, whatever it is, finding it. That could be a whole podcast episode right there. How do we find the thing? Second, you invest in the thing. Okay. So that means you give finances to it. You give time to it. You give resources to it. You give your attention to it. You invest in it. Third, you grow the thing. And because you're investing in it, it's going to grow, right? That's just kind of how it works. So that leads to the growth of the thing. And then the fourth, again, when I'm looking at these people that I look up to A great deal. You stick with the thing for decades. So it's not this constant changing. I'll do this for a few years and I'll do this for a few years and I'll do this for a few years. This is really where greatness is found. And I think the lucky ones are able to find the thing in their younger years. Now, David Jeremiah didn't find his thing uh, or I get, well, I mean, he found the thing. He, he's he been doing the thing, which for him is pastoring preaching. He's been doing that for maybe 50, 60 years. But he found the one organization he's been with for 40 something years. Uh, he found it when he turned 40. Right. But that's where success is at right there. And so again, as I'm looking at my own decisions, but that's for you as well, as you're thinking about decisions that you're trying to make in life, as you're thinking about where you want to go, these things right here are where success is found. You find the thing, you invest in the thing, you grow the thing, you stick with the thing for decades. I mean, think about from a financial perspective, right? You find the thing, that's you find the money, you get the money, right? You invest the thing, that means you invest the money, you grow the money through those good investments, the money's going to grow, and then you stick with those investments long term right? That's kind of how a, mu- a mutual fund works, right? It's just kind of slow growth over a long period of time. So I thought that was an interesting thing for me to kind of talk about. So I wanted to pass that on to you because I thought that might be good for you. And then something else that I, I you know, I'm looking at here uh, as I'm writing down, I, I had a good question for myself, which I thought might be a good question for you as well. As I'm looking at certain decisions I'm getting ready to make, uh, the question I asked was, am I sabotaging my life Or am I growing to the next level? That's a really great question. When you're getting ready to make a change, you're getting ready to go in a new direction. Because oftentimes, if we're not careful, this idea of sabotage, it's an important thing for us to talk about. I just came off a training call this morning with Cisco, and we're talking with some of their leaders. And one of the things that they wanted to talk about in this, it was very much a self-help kind of a training that we did. But they wanted to talk about this idea of imposter syndrome. And, and how do we not sabotage our own success, right? And so if we're not careful and, and and we're not consciously making decisions, which means we get ready to make a decision and we really think through that decision. There are times that if we're not careful, we could be sabotaging our success versus uh, versus growth. But there are times that growth could also look like sabotage. And I think I had a sentence here uh, that I wrote <laughs> I was even impressed with myself. And it says, am I growing or sabotaging? And and then I wrote maybe both. Sabotaging what needs to go in order to grow. That sounds cheesy right there, but that's just something for us to think about. Am I sabotaging or am I growing or am I sabotaging that will lead to growth? It's an interesting thing. Now, we never want to sabotage. So if we're going to do it, let's be intentional about it. And that becomes creative destruction. Am I getting rid of old things so I can bring new things in? But that was an interesting one to me. Sabotage or growth or both. Just a thought to think about. And then I came down to this. As I'm doing all of this, I'm watching the show, Bill, uh, the, the show Billions. And I'm, I'm finishing up. I'm, I'm in the final episode. Or I'm in the final, final, uh, final season right now. Great show. But there's a scene between Mike Prince and I want to say the character's name is Rain. Okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. But it's it's season six, and I, I think her name is Rain. And he's looking at her after they made a decision. I think they you know, they're not married or whatever. They don't, uh, they're not in a relationship. He's her boss, but they slept together. He's getting ready to run for president of the United States. She feels like it's going to sabotage his campaign. He's now telling her, Hey, I, I already thought all this through, you know, she's thinking that what they had together, their little romantic um, dalliance they had was just kind of an impromptu kind of an exciting thing. He's like, no, man, I've already thought this all the way through. And so here's what he has to say right here. There are people who things happen to and people who make things happen. And you need to land on which one you want to be. When you do that, when you decide what you want to feel, that is the true source of power. When you get there, people will see what you want them to see on your face. Most people never figure this out. The ones that do, they get to run the world. Now, I don't know if you came to this podcast to run the world, and I don't necessarily think that that's that's the direction everybody needs to go, but it's an interesting concept to think about. There are people who things happen to and people who make things happen. So the question is, which one do you want to be? I do think there's an element, and this gets into kind of the personal development success side of this podcast. I do think there's an element of intentionality with people who really end up running the world. I'm reading a great book on John D. Rockefeller right now. And in my mind, it takes away any myth that there's some kind of an Illuminati out there that 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 makes people succeed, that, that, that blesses somebody and all of a sudden they become successful. When I read stories of John Rockefeller or stories like this and he uh, his, his story and this is one of the richest men who ever lived on planet earth if his if his he when he died when he passed away he was worth 1.4 billion dollars that doesn't seem like very much today but if you adjust it for inflation he would be a trillionaire today so I mean, nobody has matched him i think e- elon musk is up in like the 250 260 billion dollars or something which is an enormous amount of money but no one's hit 1 trillion but he would have adjusted for inflation, hit one trillion. But when I read about him, I don't read anything about somebody telling him he was going to be great. He didn't come from very much. He just worked extremely hard to get to where he is today. He was very intentional, I, and I don't know if he got up every day and said, "I'm going to run the world." He was just very intentional about his business. For sure, he wanted Standard Oil, his business. He wanted to. He hates the free market system. He wanted to, re, you know, release as much chaos as possible. And when I say release it, I mean to get rid of as much chaos as possible. So he wanted to dominate his industry. That way there'd be more stability in the industry. No no competition means more stability. He could set the prices. He could set the market. He determined where the market would grow and would go. But there was a lot of intentionality in this and almost like a, a wartime mentality that he had to take on. And I think that this is something that I definitely see In people who want to transform the world. It's not getting up every day and just letting life happen to you. It's getting up every day and having a goal, having something you're going after, saying, this is the direction I'm going to take my life, setting big goals, setting massive goals, and saying, I'm gonna take my life in this direction. I'm gonna bend the world to what I want it to be versus having to be bent every single day to what the world is trying to make me, to what the people around me want me to be. No, I'm gonna do it the opposite direction. I don't know where all these thoughts are leading today and I think that's kind of what I came to in my journal. You know, I definitely said I I hope to be a person who makes things happen, right? But then there's that long-term aspect of it. You find the thing, you invest in the thing, you grow the thing and then you stick with the thing long-term for decades. So all of this is kind of pieced together. I don't know what you're going to take away from this episode of the podcast, but I hope you're able to take something away. Find the thing invest in the thing, grow the thing, stick with the thing for long-term decades. Make the choice that you're going to be a person who uh, makes things happen versus things happening to you all the time, uh, that, that you're going to do something great in the world. And I think maybe that's what this is all about. We've got one chance to go around this merry-go-round. Why waste our time? Why not do something big, do something powerful, b- do something great, with our lives. I think that's what it's all about. I hope this added value to you in some way as I'm kind of rambling here with thoughts from my journal. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Conversation Leadership Podcast. You take care and I wish you all good things.